Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Um, oh, there's an unsponsored segment here, and it's you counting down your top five this week because you missed a couple last week. Well, as I said yesterday, obviously, with uh, having the the wonderful privilege of being to seven or eight, or oh, actually more, nine, nine Olympics. Nine you've been to, Yeah, nine Olympics. Uh, they'll feature heavily, and I don't. There's going to be no surprise about number one come Friday. But I just thought it, for this one, for number four, I'd bring in the shark era, which was also a big part of my career. I'm fortunate enough to become part of the seven golf, golf commentary team. Uh, you know, golf, it's probably 30 years ago now, Hales, and travelled a lot with the late great Jack Newton. But when the shark was on fire, the, the game was at an absolute zenith in this country. And I just did some some stats, Hales. From 80 to 96, he won five Australian Opens. From 81 to 90, have a listen to this dominance. He won six Australian Masters. So he owned that gold jacket and the big globe uh, that they gave away with it when we when we went to Huntingdale, and it was normally in February. So we'd see him out here twice. He'd come out here and play an Australian Open in November, early December, and return to the country and play in uh, February at the Australian Masters. And really, Heels, they were, they were surreal times. With the crowds that followed him around, he was like the Pied Piper, the private jet, the blonde hair, the larger-than-life personality, the crowds that followed his every move. I remember one day, a Sunday, Norman V. Faldo at, at Huntingdale for the last day of a master. You could not fit another person onto the property. They were just absolutely shoulder to shoulder. And I know we've seen a revival with Cam Smith and uh, at home over the weekend and then playing here at Royal Queensland to big crowds. But these were unbelievable days. And uh, I got to live it pretty close with him. Uh, he always he always trusted me. He always gave me interviews, even in tough times. And uh, as, as you well know, Hills, I've mentioned it on quite a few times that I was privileged enough to fly around in the jet occasionally oh. in, the, in the country. So it was great. But, yeah, the, the shark era... I doubt that a sport in this country will see something like it. He kept coming out, and he was a genuine rock star, to use the old cliche. He was he was one of those few Australian sports people that could go anywhere in the world and be instantly recognised. Yes, that's right. And it was uh, it was great to live on the coattails for uh, a little while there. How did he handle those big galleries and... Big, excitable galleries. Absolutely loved Did it. Did they ever step out of line, like take oh, a photo yeah. at the wrong time, well, all that, that sort of stuff? That day, with the Faldo day, there was an incident. In behind the second at Huntingdale, it's a tiny little sort of dog-leggy path three, a uh, path mm-hmm. four, and he knocked it through the back and he had to get down there. Well, there was quite there was an incident with the crowd crowding around him and he had security with him all the time. Big Daryl used to always travel. Still there him. on the weekend. Yeah, Daryl was there at the weekend. I saw him at Royal Queensland. But, uh, yeah, of course there are incidents when they're big crowds and they're, you know, they're hyped up and they're making noises and, you know, some who are not au fait with the game take, yes. trying to take photos at the wrong, yes. you know, he'd snap at that. But, no, nah, look, he, they loved him. They just loved him. So the, the shark era for me was one of the great periods of my, of my sporting life, of covering sport in this country for, you know, Four odd decades. Who was on his bag in those early years? Tony Navarro. Yes. Yeah, Navarro was the one who was involved 
in that incident. Uh, he was a feisty Mexican-born, mm. and uh, he didn't like to be crowded. He, he, he was there to look after his man, as they do. Well, what did what's Craig say? Show up, keep up, shut up. But uh, he was a wonderful caddy, and he and Norman had a, a lot of time for each other. Uh, Steve Williams worked on his bag. He had some of the best loopers, as they say, in the business. But uh, Navarro was around for a lot of that time when he was, uh, you know, bigger than bigger than Ben Hur in mm. Australia. So the Norman era, uh, the Shark era, is my number four this week.